it's me, Nadia, and welcome to podcast number 43. And today we're talking about move your body daily. And this is something that I love to talk about. I love to talk about the idea that we are animals and that as animals, our bodies were designed to move. Now, I realize for some people that means different things, but we're going to say our recommendation would be to make sure that you find yourself in constant motion for about 20 minutes a day as best you can. And for some people, that might mean that they're sitting in a chair and that they're doing chair exercises. For someone else, it might mean running. For somebody else, it might mean dancing. For somebody else, it might mean lifting weights. We're not really telling you how to go about moving. We're just saying that we think it's a really good idea to find a way to express yourself with your body and to move yourself. For many people, their jobs and their lives involve being stagnated, being still, sitting for long periods of time, being in the same spot for long periods of time. And honestly, that is something that our bodies were not designed to do. So we want to really encourage you to think of ways that you can engage more movement in your life. And we've all heard these suggestions like park further away or use the stairs or this or that or the other. For one thing, when I go to the um, store and I'm buying food or the shops, whatever you want to call it, uh, I try to carry a basket and carry the basket unless I'm getting a large amount of things. So I just really want to encourage you to find a way to give yourself more activity. Uh, My son, who's 10, and I do this thing where we chase each other and we race to a certain thing and it gets us moving a little bit faster and it's kind of a playful thing that we do. So if you can, just try to think of things that you can do or ways that you can engage your body. If you're already very athletic and you're already very active, well, maybe there's something gentler that you can try, or maybe there's something new that you can try. It's really important to understand that things within our body are fluid. In other words, there's blood moving, there's water moving, there's so much moving within our bodies, and our bodies are fluid. And we weren't really meant to stay in one spot or to stay in one position or not to do anything. Even if someone's been in an accident or has had an injury, then they will actually move that person and turn that person on their side. Um, Because you can't just keep somebody in one spot in a bed. They have to be moved. They have to be rotated. So it's really important for us to understand that movement is really good for us. Like if we were to take walks in a forest or just to take walks in nature, just to be outside, just to move around. It's really good for us. It's good for all our systems, whether it's our respiratory, uh, all of our systems in our body and our mind. It helps us clear our mind. I think that sometimes we're so boxed in, sitting, we're inside, uh, we're in artificial heat or artificial air conditioning or something like that. And we're just so stagnated and it's just not what we were designed for. It's just not what we're here to do. I can remember a time when I really wasn't sure what it was I wanted to do in terms of exercise or movement or fitness or that kind of thing. And I would do things like I would buy a gym membership and I would try to go to the gym and I would try and go and I would try and go and then I would hate it and I didn't enjoy it. And over time, I have figured out the things that work for me. And you have to figure out the things that work for you. 
But I guarantee that you will start moving if you're not already. And then if you don't move and if you don't have activity, your body will crave it and you will miss it and you will want to do it. And it will become very difficult for you not to have it because you'll get used to that level of activity in your body and that fluidness. And they've actually done research and they've shown that the one way to reverse aging and the one way to change the aging process is to move. And that by moving, we stay more vibrant and we become more vibrant. So for you, it's going to be an exploration to see what makes you feel joy. What makes you happy? What do you enjoy? Maybe you're someone who enjoys weightlifting or lifting heavy things, or maybe you enjoy tennis or golf and you you don't get the golf cart, you walk, you know, and you enjoy that and you enjoy the movement. So you might enjoy the woods. You might be creeped out by the woods. It doesn't matter. It just really is about you exploring ways in which you can move. I have developed a huge love of swimming. Uh, I, I really enjoy it. It's good for me. It's meditative. It's like meditation in motion for me. Uh, my father, as you know, was Indian or you don't know, but my father was Indian. And of course, the Indian tradition goes back thousands of years in doing yoga and yoga poses and had nothing to do with skinny little girls in Lycra. You know, it had nothing to do with uh, any of that kind of uh, expensive yoga memberships or anything like that. It is the activity in the way of people of all ages and all walks of life uh, doing that together. If you've seen it, there's um, amazing footage of people doing Tai Chi together, large groups of people coming together and doing Tai Chi and moving. So we know for a fact that movement is really good for us. It helps us. Uh, it, it makes us feel younger. It makes us feel more vibrant. It makes us feel stronger. And it does become a positive habit. It does become a positive addiction to want to move, to need to take a walk, to need to take a run, to want to uh, go for a swim or to go to your dance class or whatever it is. And maybe you can pair up with someone else. Like maybe there's someone who you usually talk to on the phone and instead of talking to them on the phone, you can actually go and walk with them. So think about the ways that you can find to involve more movement in your life and to create movement in a habitual way as part of your rituals and in part of the ways that you that you operate. And if you haven't, maybe there's something new that you could try. Maybe you could sign up for a class and try some kind of activity you haven't done before. Or you could challenge yourself to um, make a commitment to finding new forms of movement and things that you could do and things that you could try. Or maybe there's something you've always wanted to try. But there's no wrong way here. There's just not doing it. Uh, we've heard it said that sitting is the new smoking. People who sit for long periods of time, who sit constantly, frequently end up with all kinds of autoimmune and all kinds of diseases and illnesses because it's just not what we were supposed to do. And for a lot of people who maybe are, are dealing with lifestyle illnesses or diseases, if they can get more activity into their life in a habitual way, they find that they can reduce their medications. When I was in college getting my master's degree, I taught some water aqua aerobic classes for senior citizens with arthritis. And I went to the Arthritis Foundation and I became a certified teacher. And I would teach this class three times a week. And I did that for two years. And I became 
a believer in exercise because I would see people coming in on in wheelchairs who were crippled with arthritis and I would see them have to get into the chairlift and, and dropped into the water in the chairlift because they couldn't even take the steps to go in. And a few weeks later, they would be able to go up the steps. And then a few weeks after that, a few months after that, sometimes they didn't need the wheelchair. And then they didn't need uh, the cane. And over six months, I would see people's bodies totally be rehabilitated just by going to a one hour class three times a week because the Arthritis Foundation realized that people could move in water in ways that they could not move on land. And the the change in those people and also the socialization of coming to the class and doing their exercises. And I remember when one of my nieces was very little, she used to come with me to teach the class and I would stand there on the deck to show them the exercises and she would stand next to me and copy what I was doing and show them the exercises as well. And people absolutely loved it. And we saw the power of transformation through a commitment and a continuous uh, way of exercising for people who literally had been crippled because of pain. So I'd love to know what you're going to try. I'd love to hear what you're going to try. If it's not fun, please try something else. Don't suffer. Don't don't exercise in such a way that it makes you suffer. There are too many ways to move. There are too many things to do. Uh, one of the things I've also done is downloaded some books and then listened to audiobooks while I take really long walks. I also have playlists of different paces if I want to go at different rates. Uh, I also have very, very scenic paths that I like to take, that I take on a habitual basis. So think of something that brings you joy. Think of something that makes you happy. Think of something that would be fun. Or think of someone who would be fun to do that with and include them or ask them to come with you and to help you get used to this. And again, if you've been super athletic and you're really fit, Maybe challenge yourself to try something new or something different that you haven't done before because cross training or trying something else can be really good for your body. So that's it. We're asking you today to be a mojo maker, to get out there and make some mojo and have a wonderful time doing it. Thanks so much for joining me.